everybody, welcome to Living Life. Today is August 14. May the Lord bless you and keep you and make His face shine upon you. I hope that as we read Leviticus chapter 3, I hope that the word of the Lord uh, writes upon your heart and the Holy Spirit fills you with grace. And we're going to take a look into uh, the point in today's passage uh, in trying to remember uh, the salvific work of Christ Jesus on the cross, the costly fellowship that God has prepared for us in order to enjoy uh, the peaceful relationship between uh, God and His worshiper, uh, that is us. Uh, so we're going to take it into today's passage and take a look and see how that is found in today's passage. Let's take a look. Leviticus chapter 3, verses 1 through 17. If your offering is a fellowship offering, and you offer an animal from the herd, whether male or female, you are to present before the Lord an animal without defect. You are to lay your hand on the head of your offering and slaughter it at the entrance to the tent of meeting. Then Aaron's sons, the priests, shall splash the blood against the sides of the altar. From the fellowship offering, you are to bring a food offering to the Lord, the internal organs and all the fat that is connected to them, both kidneys with the fat on them near the loins, and the long lobe of the liver, which you will remove with the kidneys. Then Aaron's sons are to burn it on the altar on top of the burnt offering that is lying on the burning wood. It is a food offering, an aroma pleasing to the Lord. If you offer an animal from the flock as a fellowship offering to the Lord, you are to offer a male or female without defect. If you offer a lamb, you are to present it before the Lord. Lay your hand on its head and slaughter it in front of the tent of meeting. Then Aaron's son shall splash its blood against the sides of the altar. From the fellowship offering, you are to bring a food offering to the Lord, its fat, the entire fat tail cut off close to the backbone, the internal organs, and all the fat that is connected to them, both kidneys with the fat on them near the loins and the long lobe of the liver, which you will remove with the kidneys. The priest shall burn them on the altar as a food offering presented to the Lord. If your offering is a goat, you are to present it before the Lord, Lay your hand on its head and slaughter it in front of the tent of meeting. Then Aaron's sons shall splash its blood against the sides of the altar. From what you offer, you are to present this food offering to the Lord, the internal organs and all the fat that is connected to them, both kidneys with the fat on them near the loins and the long lobe of the liver, which you will remove with the kidneys. The priest shall burn them on the altar as a food offering a pleasing aroma. All the fat is the Lord's. 
This is the lasting ordinance for the generations to come. Wherever you live, you must not eat any fat or any blood. So before we take a further look in today's passage uh, through the following verses, I would like to ask a question before we begin our meditation. How can we remind ourselves of our salvation uh, that came at a great cost? Now we know that our salvation came at a great cost because Christ Jesus died for our sins on the cross for us. The salvific work of the cross is something that we should always continue to remember. Then how can we remind ourselves of, of our salvation came, coming at a great price? Uh, we can see in few elements found in today's uh, passage in Leviticus 3. The first thing that I would like to take a look uh, in order to remember ourselves of the salvific work of Christ Jesus is found in verse 1. It reads, If your following is a fellowship offering. Now this word fellowship is, uh, is shalamim in Hebrew, uh, where it, uh, many scholars says uh, that it finds root in the word shalom. The consonants are similar uh, to the word shalom. That's why in other translation you can see it as a peace offering instead of fellowship offering. Nevertheless, uh, the meaning is uh, representative of uh, the represent, uh, representative of the relationship that we have before be, uh, between the one that receives this offering and and between uh, the person who gives this offering. If there is fellowship and there is peace, then this offering is uh, is allowable uh, and is offered to the one who receives it. So this word is something that we could uh, meditate on because we know that there is peace between God the Father and those of His people through Christ Jesus' salvific work on the cross. He was able to reconcile us back to God the Father uh, through His death. And, and there is definitely peace between our relationship. So the offering that has been given is definitely something that we could look into, which is Christ Jesus himself. So when we see in the following verses, uh, the fellowship offering symbolizes the relationship between the worshiper and God, and that is something that we can meditate on because we come before the Lord through Christ Jesus and enjoy a fellowship that God grants us uh, through the working of the Holy Spirit as we continually respond in gratitude of God himself offering Jesus the Son for our sins. So the, the sacrifice that has been made on behalf of the person who gives is the animal which the person laid his hand on by identifying it as something that's going to be sacrificed on behalf of him. It's not something that transfer your sin upon. It's something that dies and sacrifice on behalf of you. So the blood and the fat that is offered before the Lord is something that God accepts as a pleasing aroma. Definitely something that is costly. Someone has to pay the price in order for us to enjoy a fellowship. Um, but there are further instructions given in how uh, the offerings should be given. You can see that in verse 16 and 17, it reads, The priest shall burn them on the altar as a food offering, a pleasing aroma. All the fat is the Lord's. This is a lasting ordinance for the generations to come. 
Wherever you live, you must not eat any fat or any blood. Now, why is it that we're not supposed to eat fat? In modern days, in our strict diet, we, we try to stay away from fat and try to eat lean meat. But back in the day, in the time of Leviticus, uh, those uh, that had fat, especially the internal organs and all those uh, 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 that is connected to it, even to the deepest part of the loin, uh, they were considered as the choicest part of the animal. Uh, that was the best part of the meat that was offered uh, to someone that you wanted to honor. So naturally, as you give all the fat and all the internal organs and the kidneys and the things that are connected to the deepest part of the loin, that is given to the Lord as a burning, as a food offering, as a burnt sacrifice. Uh, so God accepts this as a pleasing aroma. But what about the blood? Blood contains life. It is the life of the animal. So if you take life and you eat it, that means you are taking away the offering that was supposed to be given in honor of God. God accepts the blood because that life has been sacrificed on behalf of you. So the fat and the blood is offered before the Lord and God receives it as a, uh, a sacrifice that has been made on behalf of you, and he allows us uh, to enjoy a fellowship, a table of communion with God, as he allows us to eat the remaining parts of the animal as uh, food for us. So it reminds me of the, the table communion uh, that Jesus had with his disciples. Uh, he said, as he was breaking the bread, he says, this is the body that I break for you. And as he shared the cup, he said, this is the blood I shed for you. A covenantal words that we reminded ourselves every time we do the Lord's Supper during our services. And, and that is a true table fellowship that God grants us as we are reminding ourselves what Christ has done on the cross. The covenant, uh, the reconciliation, the peace covenant that he has established by sacrificing himself, giving the best of himself, the unblemished lamb of God that has been offered before God as a pleasing aroma so that we, his people, as sinful people, could enjoy fellowship with God as we come before the Lord and just in, in gratitude and response of joy for what he has done on the cross. So that's why as we read Leviticus 3, I am reminded more of what God has done through Christ Jesus on the cross. I hope that you are also reminded of Jesus' salvific work as we have read, uh, read uh, Leviticus 3. So how can we remind ourselves that our salvation came at a great cost? By loving your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. And Jesus said, with all your mind in Matthew 22. So we can remind ourselves by loving God in response to what he has done in gratitude and full joy because he has sacrificed his son on the cross in order to save you. And he allowed us to enjoy this fellowship of peace between the Father God and his people, who is us. So I hope that you are reminded again of his work on the cross today as you live out uh, your life continually, offering yourself as a living sacrifice, not conforming to the patterns of this world today. Let us pray. 
Father, Lord, thank you for the sacrifice you have given us um, by putting your son on the cross in order to save us. Lord God, let us be reminded of what you have done in order to save us. Fill us with gratitude and joy and let us uh, have the, uh, uh, the ability uh, to love you with all that we have so that we are reminded every day and be filled with joy as we offer ourselves the best of us to you in response. So Lord God, help us and let the Spirit allow us to do all this. I pray in Jesus' name, amen. For a single soul, reaching a further and stepping in closer. See you. 